Like is Snow White down to six dwarves as Sneezy has been placed in quarantine? Hi America, hello world. My name is Adrian Lee and I am your host. I always knew that a lifetime of alienating friends and family would one day pay off. Yes. Welcome to the show, more questions than answers. The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week my guests and I will search the world's newspapers websites and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment we will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious strange supernatural unusual bizarre and just plain weird if you have just tuned in especially to hear the show then I admire your taste if you have just tuned in by accident then I admire your luck I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains with the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from quarantine in the room next door. Each week we press our ear against the bedroom wall. Whatever my mother listens to before she goes to bed picks and pulls on her unconscious mind. Let's have a listen tonight. She drives me crazy. She must be snoring and thinking about <sighs> my sister. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights, and hold on tight. Fine young cannibals, by the way, if you remember Love such them. wonders. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and or value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and elevescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with her own team called Hellhound Investigations and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She's also a producer and sound engineer. Heather realized this week she's getting old when a bunch of annoying teenagers get murdered in a horror movie and she relates more to the killer. Welcome to the show, Heather. You read that out of my diary, didn't you? There. You have a diary, do you? Diary. <laughs> I wish they were all dead. Oh. Day, day 73. 
Get off my lawn. I need to get more <laughs> missiles to throw at Adrian during the course of the show. No, I'm stocked up. You've <gasps> got Thanks. hard candies over no, there. No, I do. If the people in horror movies actually listen to me, they'd all still be alive. Do you know that? I also mm. wish to introduce... The man and crazy! Michelle Corey. She was born and raised in Mora, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle admitted this week to being addicted to drinking brake fluid but she can stop at any time. <laughs> Welcome to the show, oh Michelle. Boy. Thank you. I tried explaining my Facebook addiction to my therapist, but she didn't follow me. Oh, God. Oh. Nathan is on a date at the moment. He's dating a girl with a lazy eye, but I think she's actually seeing someone on the side. I just tried to share that with you. Oh, so he's currently out dating. <laughs> to be fair, she did win two staring contests at the same time, though, so that's all good. Nice. Can you imagine Noah's cross-eyed rival building an ark that was doomed to fail? They're walking in ones, and he thinks he's getting twos, right? See where we are with that? <laughs> they're mad, they're bad, and they are paranormal. This is season three, episode 95. We're chugging along at a fair old rate. If anyone wants to send us birthday cakes for a 100 episode in five weeks' time, <laughs> just putting Great. that out there. Any little gifts, any little things you want to send, we're happy to receive. Yeah. Yep. If you give freely, MQTA will be happy. We currently have <laughs> a listening party. If you wish to take part in the quiz that is going to be coming along shortly in a round called A Lack of General Knowledge, you can join our Facebook site, More Questions Than Answers, with Adrian Lee. We have many hundreds of people on there at the moment answering the questions, sharing jokes. There's banter, there's frivolity. You can get over there right now and be part of one big happy family in our listening party. So as dictation, convention, dictation, convention dictates, we are now introducing the Strabismus Martin sponsored Gong of Infinite Knowledge with the one-eyed baloney pony of facts. And the can you read the last line of statistics? Stand back, ladies. <gasps> Yay! Always very impressive. Many wondrous and incredible things. 13th, of course. Friday the 13th. Yeah. We've done many shows on Friday the 13th. Yes. I'm not going to regurgitate. 13? We've done 13 shows. <laughs> well, the key about Friday the 13th is that people thought that Friday was unlucky. And people thought that 13 was unlucky and the two just got put together pretty much but we've mm. been over these things before i'm going to bring new and interesting you're going to leave this show with more than you arrive with these are oh, new good. and interesting facts on this day in 1781 william herschel discovered the planet what what planet did he discover uranus in <gasps> <gasps> <sighs> Morris is uh, 100% correct. It was Uranus. I'll give you two swollen hemorrhoid points. Yes, indeed. On this very day in 1781, he discovered Uranus. Uranus. Wow. It is also the 1935 birthday of English comic writer David Nobbs. He wrote The Rise and Fall of Reginald Perrin, if you remember such <gasps> wonders. No. You don't, you've not seen The Rise and Fall of Reginald Perrin. Fantastic no. book. Fantastic show. If you get a chance to see that on BritBox, somewhere fun. The Rise and Fall of Reginald Perrin. But David Nobbs was born today in 1935. And British classical musician Terry Cox 
in 1937. What's, what's wrong, wrong with, with you? Cocks and nubs. Oh, God. <laughs> what's, what's wrong, what's wrong, with, wrong you? with you? What's wrong with you people? What's wrong with you? You picked it. Wow. That's ridiculous. I also want to say the earmuffs were invented on this day as well. <gasps> oh. It is 100% true. Do you know what earmuffs were first made of? What were they? What fur was that? I'll give points away. Really? Beaver. So, yeah, Michelle was 100% correct. That was beaver muffs. What's also wrong with you? What? <laughs> beaver All muffs. this happened on... His grandmother sewed them together and he patented it. He was 15 years old. It's 100% true. You can look it up. But there's going to be no muffs, beavers, cocks, knobs, or Uranus for us. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> on this day. <laughs> It's the Ed Gein Show. <laughs> it's the Gein Machine. <laughs> yeah. On this day in 1930, Clyde Tomba announced the discovery of Pluto in his IOL observation tower, his observatory. So for the very first time in the history of MQ. By the way, isn't it interesting that two planets were discovered on the same day, mm-hmm. granted a couple of hundred years apart? Is Pluto a planet? I've lost track. It I don't better know. be. I think it is. I think now it, it is. I think it will be. I think it started out as a planet and then got given the title of some sort of, I don't know, back to Snow White, some sort of dwarf planet. Yeah, now it's a dwarf. planet again. I, it's watched. like eggs. Um, in which way is that like? You eggs? never know if they're good for you or not. Eggs are good for you. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they're not. Pick a vegetable. Any vegetable. I'll be psychic. Celery. Eggs. So for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that strange, bizarre and fascinating facts about Disney characters. Oh, And eggs? Pluto. Pluto. I thought astronomy would be quite dry and I'd quite like to do Disney characters. I know. We've already mentioned two planets. Mm. Which Disney character is the only female to have a tattoo? There you go. What a great start. You can play along at home, of course. If you go to Facebook, search for more questions and answers. With Adrian, if you know the answer, you can tell everyone on there how clever you are. I'm sure many people watch the Disney films. If you've got young children, you've probably seen this a couple of hundred times. I need to know the single female Disney character that Moana. has a tattoo. Okay. I've never watched a Disney cartoon. It's so either her or Ariel. You're saying that's the... Mermaid. The fish. That's the fish with the seashell bra. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting there. I'm learning. Okay, so you're saying Ariel and what was the first one? Moana. And she's what? I don't know. I never saw it. Polynesian. Yeah. Oh, I know the one. Yes. The Rock played the guy. Is it Moana? He played um, Maui. Maui, there you go. You're welcome. Now, he has got tattoos, of course, but we're looking for a woman. And you're saying, that's your answer, is it? So far, until I can until think, you think of any more. Michelle, which Disney character has a female Disney character is the only female character with a tattoo? It's either Prison Cinderella or Ursula. Prison Cinderella. Ooh, Ursula is a good one. So Prison she Cinderella, she did it herself, did she, with like a needle and some ink with her prison mates? The pen, ink pen, yeah. Yeah, shank. She's <gasps> making shanks. Shanky. Cinderella shanks. Yeah. Wow, Cinderella Shanks <laughs> sounds like someone I'd like to know. Yeah. What are you chipping in with, Morris? No, I I like them. I will give you a clue. No one's got this right yet, but it's a red band around her right bicep, if that helps 
anything. Oh, it's Braveheart. It's, no, it's yeah, it it's, is. No, it's Pocahontas. Yes, see? Michelle. Oh, Braveheart, Pocahontas. Michelle. They're all the same no. thing. Yes, pretty much. We've I had previous. Her. Do you remember we've had previous answers where they use the same animation over and over again? Yes. Jungle Book, the dance scene, has been used in pretty much every other Disney film. They just changed the graphics over the top. But it is, in fact, Pocahontas. She has a red armband, and she has a tattoo that says, It's My Life, by John Bovey. Uh, she also has that as well. <laughs> I shall give some points away there. Michelle's currently on four. Heather's on two. I'm sure you were screaming out the answers at home, but they never heard you. What catastrophic event kept Dumbo off the front of the magazine in 1941. This is Life magazine, I believe. Time, they're even better. Ooh. What catastrophic event kept Dumbo off the front of Time magazine? The draft. The draft. People going away to war, being signed up to fight. I don't know, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, you see? So who was on the front then if he got taken away? I don't know, Hitler. Hitler was on the front of Time oh. magazine. That's an interesting answer. What are your thoughts, Michelle? It's what kept Dumbo off the front of the Time magazine for that month? I think it's something to do with the war as well. You're in the right era, for sure. Would it help if I gave you the exact year? Yeah. No. Yes. You oh. don't want me to give Michelle the year? No, I'm saying it wouldn't <laughs> help me. wouldn't help you. <laughs> You never did history at school. There wasn't any. <laughs> oh. It was 1941. That was when Dumbo came out. He was going to be Mammal of the Year. It was a joke, but he got taken off the front at the last minute because they are 1941. This will be in your naturalization <laughs> test if you wanted to uh, apply to be an American citizen. Did... No, it's not Hawaii. He was replaced by General <gasps> Douglas MacArthur. Patton. No, <laughs> MacArthur. <laughs> Rommel. Colonel Mustard. <laughs> Colonel Saunders. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're actually army ranked, those individuals. Am I going to have to give you this? Pearl Olsen in Minnesota. <laughs> what? So I'm making up my own jokes. Pearl Harbor. 1941. Pearl Harbor happened. December 7th, 1941. You were thinking Hawaii, but you, you're an island a bit further along, right? There you go. You were close. Pearl Harbor in Hawaii. There we go. And Dumbo was replaced by General Douglas MacArthur. He was about to be put on the front, and then that happened. Disney's Beauty and the Beast teaches us one thing. Did you know this? That looks don't matter as long as you're a billionaire prince who owns a castle. Yeah. Now... Designer Glenn Keane created the beast's distinctive look from how many different animal <gasps> parts? Ooh. And you need to give me a number, and then I shall read them out to you. So the beast was designed by a gentleman named Glenn Keane. And I'm going to read them out for you, but the closest one will win. You will get yourself some nice hairy points coming your way, winging their way towards you. Miss Morris. Yeah. The constituent five. parts of the beast. Five. You are going to go with five. Nine. You are going to go with oh, nine. Oh. <sighs> I'm going to have to give you a couple of points each. Would you believe you split the seven. difference? It was, in fact, seven. But I shall give you 
a couple of points each because I'm feeling very philanthropic and very generous and Nathan's just texted me and his date's going very, very well. It was indeed seven. Do you want to have a guess at those individual body parts or shall I just read them out? What do you think the beast was made up from? If you had a chainsaw and an hour at the zoo, you could probably put all this together in some shape or form. Like some sort of bizarre chimera, very from the gates of Hades. It had the mane of a lion. Yep. Beard and head of a buffalo. The brow of a person from Iowa. <gasps> the tusks, that's a gorilla. The tusks of a boar. The body of a bear. The legs and tail of a wolf. And it is claimed that he had human eyes. There you go. Apparently now living in an RV park in Wisconsin. Yes. But it had all of those individual parts. Mm. And you split the difference and you gained yourself a couple of points each. I wonder if Woody and Buzz ever met any of Andy's mum's toys. So I'd share that with you. Oh, God. When they're on no. their travels. No, no, they didn't. I bet they had the same names. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got time. Mm -mm. I can wait. Mm -mm. <laughs> Why was the film Aladdin... Not eligible for a screenplay Oscar. Do you remember the film Aladdin? Yes. It was not eligible. It won many Oscars, but it could not be entered for a screenplay. Do you know why? It's a very interesting concept. This is script writing, but they couldn't enter it for script writing, the screenplay Oscar, because... Why do you think that is, Miss Morris? Because it was based on a comic draft. It was based on a comic draft. I will let Michelle have a guess, and then I'm going to give you a clue if she doesn't get it. Because it's a really interesting concept. They Disney could not enter this. It wasn't eligible for the best screenplay at the Oscars. Because they used the old one. Oh, wait. No, this is probably oh. wrong. Because Robin Williams was in it, yeah? And I bet you he ad-libbed just a ton. <laughs> there you go. That's it. I almost want to give you more than two points. Yeah, I might give that's you, awesome. You are 100% correct. Robin Williams ad-libbed over 16 hours of material. And the Academy <laughs> could not be sure if the film was scripted or not. Wow. And when Robin Williams dies, in his estate and his will, it's said that all that stuff was never to be used. So all that 16 hours worth is never going to see the light Aww. of day. But it couldn't be used. Hmm. It was not eligible for a screenplay Oscar. Because the Academy thought it wasn't scripted and they would be right. I'm going to give you four points. Nice. Very, very, you've impressed me. It's taken That's the best scary. part of nearly yeah. seven to eight years. But there you are. You got there. In oh, yeah. the end, Miss Morris, that is 100% true. Aladdin, of course, was banned from flying carpet races due to performance-hancing rugs. No. Stop. God, give me another drink. No. Miss Morris takes the wine bottle up to her lips. <laughs> On this day, in 2006, Robert C. Baker suddenly passed away. He was the inventor of what? I'd be surprised if you get this, but think of a really low-end, cheap, fast food. Robert C. Baker he invented this in the 50s. He passed in 2006. Anyone want to jump in? It's what? often described as kind of like the worst in maybe school meals and things like that. It doesn't have a good press. Mm. But he invented these in the, the 50s. The school pizza. He invented the school pizza. 
Is yeah. that bad over here, the school pizza? They're squares-ish. Are they really? I've not had yeah. school dinners in this country, have I? So I can't you comment. In Britain, you get like spotted dick and custard and mm. spam and... Shrimp. Mashed potatoes and Spam-o. shrimp. What, in London? <laughs> Clams. <Ooh>, fancy. That's <laughs> a bit. What school are you going to? Lobster tail. Shrimp cocktail, I'll take please. The surf and turf. That's right. Would you like some spam, dear? No, you're right. Spam and Spam sandwich. Beetroot salad. Mm. Any thoughts, any suggestions? I will give you the answer if you don't jump in. And it's in a school lunch. Yes. Well, I don't know anymore. Corn I, I've dogs. Lost, I've lost track because Ooh, Michelle dogs. Obama probably took them away. And Bologna then sandwiches. Added again. It's chicken nuggets. <gasps> chicken nuggets? So for the first time oh. in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that strange, bizarre and fascinating facts about chickens. Feeling confident? I used to keep chickens. They're very cute. I love chickens. Nice creatures. In Georgia, imagine you're in Georgia now. Probably sunny in Savannah and along the coast, isn't it, I would think, rather than here in Minnesota with all the rain. And I was traveling back from Minneapolis on Tuesday night. I think it's probably, I've been here nearly 10 years. I'd say that was in the top five worst weather conditions I've driven in in this country. Uh. It took me three hours to get home. There was a single line of us doing about 40 miles an hour. It was slushy. It was snowing. It was foggy. You couldn't see the roads. There was no plows out. I know things were bad. Because the following day I woke up and all my hands and wrists were sore from where I was gripping the <laughs> steering wheel. Amateurs. Through, I tell you. In Georgia, <laughs> it is illegal for a chicken to do what? Bark. But common, are they the barking chicken? <laughs> Beware of the chicken. Seen the barking chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a position. <laughs> I'm going to take you in the barking chicken tonight, sweetheart. Get that down, yeah. I know, right? If I was you, I'd take both pills. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Blue and red. Ooh. It's 100% true. But in Georgia, it's illegal for a chicken to do what? Be- I like the idea that you've got some sort of building site with a fence up that says beware of the chicken and these little chickens you know choppers out uh-huh chicken attack they've got sharp claws they'll spur you yeah i've, I've been attacked by chickens this is 100 percent true <laughs> good they <laughs> took my wallet good. and my watch they had me cornered in an alleyway in shoreditch nice. terrible to do Give me the money and I'll get served. <laughs> oh, God. There you are, the usual suspects. It's just a series of yeah, chickens, chickens lined up. It's num- could number five step forward and peck a little bit, please? <laughs> it's illegal for you to bring a chicken into a restaurant. It is illegal for you to bring a chicken into a restaurant in Georgia. Yeah. The devil went down to Georgia. Michelle, it is illegal for a chicken to do what in Georgia? Eat eggs eat eggs what was i can't believe you didn't get this i thought this would be the first thing that came out of your mouth when i would say to you what did the chicken do cross the road there you go michelle get yourself some (gasps) points it is illegal for a chicken to cross the road in georgia how do they get anywhere i'm not sure they have to be escorted apparently (laughs) they've got skywalks for chickens oh good this is what they've done yeah Dinosaurs evolved into birds 65 million years ago. Later, humans then turned those chicken descendants into dinosaur-shaped nuggets. Yeah. Very strange world in which we live in. Now, imagine yourself in New Zealand, the land of the hobbits, of course, Lord of the Rings. In New Zealand, you are not allowed to bring a chicken with you on this mode of transport. 
motorcycle. So you were suggesting earlier that the chicken cannot cross the road. How does it get about? Well, it's banned from this as well. Is that strapped to a bike or is it in the sidecar? Yeah. Is it hanging out of the backpack? Doesn't matter. It can't be on it. Tied to the handlebars? Is this what you're saying? Strapped to your helmet. You can't have a chicken (laughs) strapped to your helmet in New Zealand. They make these rules and laws for a reason. I mean, this is obviously uh, dangerous to do right now. Yeah. You're going with that, are you? Can't let it ride on your head. You can't let the chicken ride on your head on a motorbike in New Zealand. In case it has an accident, because then you would be blinded and you'd crash. Terrible. No, it's a terrible to do. Yeah. Wow, I just plowed into a a playing field. There was bodies everywhere. Then I went into a playground. There was kids on swings. Yeah. There was carnage. That chicken... Cannot ride on your head. Cannot ride on your head. Hmm. While riding a motorbike. I, uh, or sickle. I never thought would ever come out of anyone's lips on a radio show. Michelle, you have thousands and thousands of ideas and suggestions of what you cannot do with a chicken on a mode of transport. Or the wing of a plane. Wow. <laughs> Boy, are my arms tired. Yeah. It's been told. There's one chicken on one side holding a green flashlight, and there's a chicken tied to the other wing holding a red flashlight. What is it? The, oh, Gonzo had chickens. Com- is it yeah, Camille? The, out of the cannon. Camille. Yes. He used yeah. to have a chicken cannonball act, yes, I believe. Yes. You have a strange and vivid imagination. Love it. Think of a mode of transport. What are you not allowed to have a chicken with you on? Your outrigger. Your outrigger. It is a hot air balloon basket, you would be pleased to know. Chicken in a basket. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Such wonders. And if it fell out and hit its head, it would be a chicken coma. <laughs> no. One of my favorite Indian dishes. Mm-mm. No. Fantastic. You're not allowed to enter Wisconsin with a chicken on your what? Head. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what if you're on a motorbike? On your head as well. Yeah. So you're balancing chickens everywhere. Yes. You have the famous chicken balancing act with your fabulous assistant Mimi by your side. You almost want to, don't you? And then just walk by a car and give him the finger. Yeah, and then you get like 10 years. Chicken fingers. Can you imagine chicken being in a jail in like somewhere like Leclerc? Be terrible. What are you in here La for? Lacrosse. Whatever. Eau Claire. There is an Eau Claire, Lacrosse. <laughs> Eclair. Can you imagine you're in a jail in Eclair? Oh. What are you in here for? Murder. What about you? Yeah, assault. I walked over the border with a chicken on my head. Yeah. Oh, no, a lifer. <laughs> this is terrible. You are suggesting you cannot walk over the border into Wisconsin from Minnesota with a chicken on your head. Yes, but I'll do it on September 20th. Why? What's happening then? I don't know. I just picked a date. I Sounded like, like something fun to do. We could do it for my birthday. We'll do it for a meetup. Do you remember the 20th day of September? September. Everybody bring your chicken. Morris walked into Wisconsin <laughs> with a chicken on her head. Yes. Michelle, you're not allowed to enter Wisconsin with a chicken on your foot. On your foot. As much as it pains me, and I'm in a lot of pain right now, Miss Morris is 100% correct. I'm psychic. You you gave that as the answer to the last question. I'm psychic. Which makes me think you've been cheating, looking at my answers, and you've just got them in the wrong order. You were one out. (laughs) You were out of phase. You knew that on your head was an answer. (laughs) Well, we're going to see what happens next, aren't we? (laughs) Wow. Apparently, though, it's fine in Minnesota. 
So if you walked into Wisconsin with a chicken on your head, you're doing life. You're doing a diamond chino. If you walk back the other way, that's fine, apparently. Welcome. You can, yeah, Welcome to Minnesota, the yes. land of the chicken-wearing headgear. Yes. Wow. I've been in America far too long as my spirit animal is now fried chicken. Oh. We now enter our favorite <gasps> part of the show. It's the mailbag. Yeah. We love the mailbag. That was then, but this is now. Remember, you can write to us anytime, and we love receiving your messages of support, your comments. Most people send those on Facebook. If you go to more questions than answers with Adrian Lee, you can comment to your heart's content and we will read those out. Several people have written to us as well. The studio has a myriad of cards and letters pinned to the beams. I love them. It's great, yeah. isn't it? We have a lot of mail coming. This is true. Lisa, our good friend Hi, Lisa. and patron. Hi, Lisa. She has written, so glad to have the archives on days that I don't feel well. Oh. It helps to have something fun to listen to. There we go. That's me. Oh, now, if you've you. missed <laughs> <laughs> it, it helps that I have Heather Morris to yes, listen to. Yes. Oh. And her chicken headgear. My chicken headgear. And her tattoos. Hold oh, on. No. Oh, here we go. Uh -oh. I know now she's going for props. Here we are. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the firework display July the 4th. Unbelievable. You're welcome. Miss Morris explained to our gorgeous, gorgeous. You gorgeous, gorgeous. It was handsome, handsome dish. Gorgeous, easy Explain to our gorgeous listeners, our crazy cats, our boys and girls, how they can access the show and our archives. And you can start with SoundCloud for me. You just did. <laughs> we now move on. You can access all of our archives on SoundCloud, but if you want to get them early and you want to get them first, you are going to have to jump on over to Patreon. But if you're still searching, you can't find SoundCloud for some ungodly reason, and I don't know why. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Player Gasbox, FM, Hedgehogs, Porcupines, uh, Brussels Sprouts. Chicken Gas wings. box. Gas box. Chicken wing headgear. Yeah. Lovely. They're all there. Yeah. Every single platform, even ones you've never heard of. Yeah. yeah. They're available. If you're listening on SoundCloud right now, it's free. All our shows are archived. We are a few weeks behind because if you go to Patreon, yeah. search for MQTA Radio, you can donate a single dollar and you get to listen to the show first. And you also get to see... And I believe we're a few episodes behind, but we are more gonna, than a few. Yeah, we're going to put them on. We promise we'll put them on. But we're waving to Ola. the camera right now. We have a camera in the studio, so you can see all of the drinking, all of the missiles being thrown, all of the rudeness, the silly faces, the nakedness, and yes. uh, many other wondrous things that you don't get to see when you're solely listening to us. But that's available on Patreon for a single dollar, and there's many things on there, Miss Morris. They can access for their single dollar. Yeah, you can get. Of course, unaired episodes, episodes that will never make it to SoundCloud, as well as Not For Your Mother segments, where mm -hmm. we tell stories that we accidentally, with air quotes, research online. You may. I find them by accident, but you do some searches. I dread to think what your search history is on your computer right now. I don't dread it at all. Mm-hmm. 
Awesome. Well, I can still get deported for moral turpitude. You're here and you're stuck with it, aren't you? That's the difference. <laughs> yeah. They're stuck with me. But for your single dollar, <laughs> if you go to Patreon, you can watch the videos of the shows. You get extra episodes that will never be aired. There's all kinds of plays and funny yeah. things on there. Mm-hmm. Extras beyond belief. Lots of Easter eggs are on there for you. So we've got all that. And you get an extra 20 to 25 minutes of filth in a round called Not For Your Mother that many people say is their favourite part of the show, but we cannot read that on the Dark Matter digital network, otherwise we will be removed. So you have many reasons to go and search for us in our free archives or pay a single dollar. Entirely up to you. Heater is a good friend. Of the Hi, Heater. Love you, Heater. To the show. Do you remember in last week's show... No. We mentioned, well, <laughs> you were drunk behind the back of the dumpsters in Kentucky and didn't make Yay. it. Yay! She ate my hat. With my chicken hat. <laughs> I managed to get my worms muddled up, oh. and I said depth perfection rather than depth perception. Oh. And I said this would make a fantastic album cover, and lo and behold, we weren't <gasps> let down. Heater in New yeah, York, a good friend, has put together an album cover called Depth Perfection, and the album's called Rubik's Tube. Nice. It's available in all good record shops from Monday, and you can download all of those tunes on Amazon as well. So thank you mm. for those. It's very kind of you, Heater, for your artwork. We appreciate all you do for the show, yes. even if we don't read out your name every week. Deanna is also a good <gasps> friend and follower Hi, Deanna. Hi, Deanna. of the show. She's written an awesome show tonight. Thank you for the messed up platforms. <laughs> she loves all of those, apparently. All the laughs and the shenanigans. She's listening, of course, first. You can listen to us first at 10 p.m., Central Time on the Dark Matter Digital Network. We have 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world. We've not listed those countries for a while. Perhaps next week we'll go through the top ten. It must have been a few months since we've done that. So we'll list those next week if we remember. Yes, I was going to say, on this very day in 1877, the humble earmuff was invented. I've got my notes now. I've found them. American Chester Greenwood at the age of 15, and they were... Sewn from beaver fur on his ears by his mother, now, <gasps> if you didn't believe me. Now, we got a letter. We got a jiffy bag. Oh. And there's lots of nice surprises in there. I will read the letter that goes with it first. Okay. We love getting surprises. It says, Dear MQTA peeps, oh. I'm going to make this short and sweet, but I just want to say I love this show. Along with playing catch-up, I also enjoy listening on Fridays. I made you all these dream catchers. My first time mm. making them too. I hope you like them and keep up the amazing work. Oh Loyal God. listener, Hillary. So I'm going to open up the Jiffy bag. Oh. We have a choice of colours. You can choose which ones you want. She has oh. crocheted. Oh my Is goodness. that the right term? Yeah, I'm not an expert I think so. in this. Field. Beautiful. Look at that dream catcher. I'm going to hold that up to the Love camera it. so you can see what we've got there. Oh my God. I dread to think what dreams Michelle's going to be catching in those. Yeah. We have green. We have blue and we have pink. So now would be a good time to tell me what colour you will prefer. And I shall give you the colour of your choice. You want the green Irish one. You're wearing an Irish green top tonight, aren't you? It's beavers. Perfect. There you go. Nice beavers. The beavers. What colour would you like, Morris? I love got, it. You've Thank got you, blue Hillary. or pink. I can do pink. You want hot pink? Not at the moment. <laughs> you pick color. <laughs> you pick color. You want black? You want white? You want hot pink? That wasn't funny. <laughs> that woman attacked my feet with a potato peeler. <laughs> and I've now since discovered that's illegal in Minnesota. You're not allowed to peel off skin with a potato peeler. I'm well, gonna, I was in bloody agony. It. 
I'm gonna use. She was my... laughing. She's like, oh, I make you, I give you pain. You laugh. Ah. <laughs> I was crying, weeping. I was. I gave her nothing but my name, rank, and number, and she used all kinds of kitchenadia on my feet. I'm gonna use my dream catcher to see if it'll catch Channing Tatum. Oh. I have nothing to add to that. Good luck with that. Yes, I'm sure you could. <laughs> if you whisper <laughs> into the dream catcher. Yeah. I it can't will think come. who I'd... <laughs> It will come true. Wow. I want Kate McKinnon here right now. She's not on your team. I know. I understand awesome. that. It's disappointing, but I do like the woman. Uh, now, I have a Twitter account. If you wish to write to us on Twitter, you can go to Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. I have many fabulous and wondrous books out at the moment. If you're interested in ghosts, in history, in UFOs, in being psychic, I have Mysterious Midwest. That has a foreword by David Ellison of Megadeth. If you're into heavy metal, that would be a fun book to get. Mysterious mm -hmm. Minnesota. We have many wondrous things. I've actually read some chapters out on YouTube as well for free. How to be a Christian psychic, ghosts and UFOs. They're all there. I mentioned last week that I've got a four-week course in Minneapolis, hence me driving home late this week with uh, my fingers clenching the steering wheel, like planes, trains and automobiles when I'm trying <laughs> to get them out of the dashboard. So I unfortunately, for last week and the coming weeks, I'm going to miss the Curse of Oak Island. <gasps> I know, it proves that God exists in many respects. Oh. Miss Morris, tell our listeners what we do at 8pm on a Tuesday night. Well, if we remember and if we're all there, and usually Michelle's the cheerleader... On Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock, we all get together on Facebook under More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee, and we go under a post, we all turn on The Curse of Oak Island, and have GIF Wars. GIF Wars. Yeah. Prepare the escape pod. And we drink a lot. Doing drinking. I only drink tea, I might add, but you drink a lot. This is true. I, I believe last week they did find some traces of blood in your alcohol supply. What? I didn't see the Curse of Oak Island. I can guess what happened. Well, I'm going to say they found nothing except a rusty nail and some coconut fiber. Michelle was there in the trenches on the front. They found a button, didn't they? Give me one sentence of this week's show. Yeah, sum it up. They found a spike or two. Oh, not again. More rusty. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. That's, that's another it, that's hour <laughs> of our lives. We won't get They back. caved in a big area what they were digging in. Billy caved in another area. Archaeology, but with plant machinery. What could possibly go wrong? I can't believe you summed up an hour episode with like five, five words. words. To be fair, or we've less. been doing this. <laughs> I think they found another spike or two. Yeah. <laughs> At this moment, Nathan's getting those three magic words whispered to his date, which is calorie controlled diet. We are what? up and running. Oh. Michelle's on seven. Heather, have you scored ten? How's that happened? Because I'm brilliant. I'm yet to score as we go into our second round, which is Ghosts and Hauntings. And remember, controversially, we don't do orbs. Kim Kardashian. No, we don't do that either. Uh, Michelle, what stories do you have tonight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bunked it. Kim Kardashian. Bunk. If you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, you can have a shot, a drink, wherever you are in the world. So, Prost, Salute, Skull, Cheers. Kim Kardashian has revealed that a psychic predicted the coronavirus pandemic 12 years ago who even claims it will come back in 2030. The 39-year-old star was left stunned <sighs> when her sister Courtney shared an extract from Sylvia Brown's 2008 book, End of Days. Mm -hmm. Taken to her Twitter page, Kim shared the screen grab with her 64 million followers writing, 
Courtney just sent this out on our group chat. Oh, my God. In the grab, a section from the page in End of Days has been <sighs> circled with a red pen. It reads, in around 2020, a severe pneumonia-like illness will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and the bronchial tubes and resisting all known treatments. Well, to be fair, since 2000, every other year we've had like swine flu, Asian flu, bird flu, SARS, pretty much in and out since 2000. Uh-huh. So if you throw enough stuff at the wall, do you hear what I'm saying? I don't believe in either one of those two, by the way. Almost more baffling than the illness <laughs> itself will be the fact that it will suddenly vanish as quickly as it arrived and then attack again <laughs> 10 years later <laughs> and then disappear completely again. Ooh. Kim's fans were stunned by the apparent prediction with coronavirus known for its impact on a sufferer's respiratory system. Uh. One replied, wait, Kim, I'm scared. Another said, how is this even possible? Kim followed, this is sounding like people that would follow a Kardashian, I have no idea. I thought she was in the room. Wow. Kim followed up her shock tweet with a retreat of a lifeline of previous illnesses with the message, the truth is fear is killing you. Turn off the TV and wash your hands. Hold on. Hold on. I must pause you. I'm paused. Okay. When was the Sylvia Brown fiasco? 2008. In a book called End of Days. 2008, you say? That's yeah. correct, madam. Oh, I got you beat. She didn't predict that. Dean Coons did. Well, that is written in her book in 2008, but there's been several people that have expressed that this has happened. Michelle. Nostradamus did. There we go. That Romanian woman who was blind. Oh, yeah. Is it Baba something or other? Baba Yaga. Baba. Baba Yaga. Yes. Baba Papa. That's it. Hubba Bubba. No (laughs) toilet paper. (laughs) God. (laughs) What funny tasting bubbles. Wow. No toilet paper is getting me down or everything is now Sylvia Brown. You decide go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings? Something fun. Good. Other than the Kardashian Sylvia Brown debacle. Business. Yeah. Wow. A young mother recently encountered a terrifying visitor in her bedroom in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. I've been walking in my sleep. I don't want to be afraid anymore. What? Are you I don't know. I've had jubes. Anything, Are you singing guess. Bosom Buddies song? Why do you keep all the jubes for yourself? Yeah, I don't get no jubes. Because I've got a problem, man. <laughs> <laughs> jubes Anonymous. Yeah. Woodstock would never have happened if it weren't for the jubes, jubes. man. <laughs> we need to have Jube Fest. Oh, God, God I yeah. Love it. Yes. Jube stock. Oh, yes. <laughs> Let's start booking bands. We'll do a crowd fundraiser. We'll get Aerosmith. No. We'll, we'll cross all the T's and dot all the lowercase J's. Oh. Angela <laughs> Kelsey, who admits to having demon-related PTSD after watching the movie Paranormal Activity, which was terrible, <sighs> thought she was dreaming when she awoke to hear the bedroom door creaking open. We're going to do sound effects yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. Good. Initially believing it to be her young son. I like a glass of water. (laughs) Great. He was 21. (laughs) She prepared to get up and see what he wanted. (gasps) But instead, she was left dumbstruck (gasps) by the sight of a demonic green face hovering in the middle of the room. Ho, ho, ho. Green giant. (laughs) 
I'm picking up the mask. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I froze trying to figure out go. what in the heck I was looking at. Then silently, it drifted a few feet closer to me. <gasps> Our house is it, at least 120 years old. Ooh. Or as some people from Oak Island would say, it was 100. 100. Twenty. Bobby Jazzler's hundred years old. Hundred. Ancient. Ancient. <laughs> Let's go in the tug and wanker for a drink. Wow. If you look at the floors the wrong way, and then you walk on them, they creak. And they keep creaking. But the thing is, it didn't make a sound when this thing in the middle of the room, it was creeping towards me. It didn't make no sound. I heard nothing. There was nothing, but it was still coming at me. By this point, she was so scared. <laughs> You're doing a brilliant job at making no sound. That, That's awesome. That she was literally praying for divine intervention. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord for Saint Tame, a car like Angle, defend us not in Pralio, Necrosium, the city of Diablo, Esto. By the power of Grisco. <laughs> I'm sure. It's all about intentions, isn't it? Let's go into that demonically riddled building and go, By the power of Grisco! <laughs> I can see the demons jumping out all the windows. I totally want to do that on our next investigation. Do it. Charge them 50 bucks for that shizzle. Yeah. Bring your own sword. The demon grew closer and I knew the Lord had forsaken me. Nice. I was on my own. I was weighing out if throat chops would work on demons. <laughs> I will face punch you. Yes, son bitch. <laughs> when throat punch. I'm going to put you back in Hades. <laughs> I'm <laughs> going to slap you so hard. I got this can of whoop ass. I'm opening it. I swear I'm opening that can. I will can. do it. I am opening that can now. <laughs> we else above, you be going back, boy. Straight to hell. Thomas. You some bitch. Wow. This is getting away from me. Is yeah. there a story in here? When suddenly. Here we are. Or I should say. When suddenly. <gasps> the demon spoke. Oh, God. Cotton ships twice, please. And it said, Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> it did want a glass of water. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh, look, lads. Oh, and his head's spinning round. Go oh, back to bed, son. It's just yeah. a bad dream. Oh, sweet baby Jesus in the manger. Oh, it was just my son, Lennox. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. You mean 25 minutes ago when I said it was her son? But wait. We've gone through all of the. Oh, here we go. Why the heck is he growing? He's glowing. My son, Lennox. Like the air conditioning man. <laughs> Have you been on the jeeps as well? Have you got your own jeeps? Dave Lennox. <laughs> I, I flipped on the bed 
outside light to reveal my demon presence. Apparently, it was a glow-in-the-dark Ninja Turtle shirt. Wow. Heroes in a half-shell. Turtle power. Mm. I just feel as if I've lost ten minutes of my life. Get me pizza. I will do whatever you wish, madam. I shall give you two points. <laughs> You're now up to a hedonistic double integer of 12. Sweet baby Jesus and the manger. An American Idol contestant, psychic mum, has told pregnant Katy Perry that her fiancé, Orlando Bloom, is her soulmate. On Sunday's episode of American Idol, Claire Vine. Claire Vine. Claire Vine. Claire Vine. Jill Dane. By the way, an American Idol contestant's mum... Must be getting all this true, mustn't she? Yeah. Mother of the musician, Jimmy Levi, told the pop star judge that she had met her perfect match. Mm. Katie was about to hear Jimmy's auditioned when he mentioned he grew up in a psychic family, adding that his mother, Jill, was in Ripley's Believe It or Not as a youngster. The Californian girl singer then invited Jill into her room. On spotting Katie, Jill said, You're an old soul. Yes. And you met your soulmate. Yeah. Our souls, with all of us, do you think, in life together? Is that true, do you think? Our souls likely to find each other in this life? I yes. think they gravitate towards uh, yeah. where you're sitting. Our souls <laughs> meeting in our lifetime, do you think? Do you think that's what's going on? I'm going to hurt you. Earlier in the episode, Katie revealed to her fellow judges, Lionel Richie and Luke Bryan, that she was expecting her first child. Katie excitedly revealed, we're having a baby boy. Oh, my God, I'm terrified. Lionel said he'd provide all the shopping the baby ever needs, which is a little bit creepy. While Luke promised to get the fishing tackle for her baby shower. She said, I'm excited, we're excited, and we're happy. And it's probably the longest secret I've ever had to keep. Psychic drawl, or I've lost my soul. I met Katy Perry. Yeah. Yep, she just had the single out yeah. about kissing girls. Yes. She wasn't hugely famous, but I was in an elevator in the Clear Channel radio buildings doing my radio show 10, 12 years ago, and she was stood next to me. Hmm. Very So short. you missed your chance, huh? Well, I'd, she was wearing like a beret. I had no clue who she was. I didn't know she'd go on to be that famous, but she was doing a gig in the radio building. I shared an elevator ride with her mm. before she was famous. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings? A woman says a spooky image filmed at a pub is her late dad. Katie Taylor, 33, was stunned to see his likeness captured during a Ghost Hunters Live Facebook stream. She thinks taxi driver Roger is communicating by showing up at his old haunt, the Black Dog, in Grantham, Lincolnshire. Everything's been happening in Lincolnshire recently. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember such things? Yeah, I think I should move there. No, you really don't. They make golf balls in a place called Spalding. There's a there's a town that's solely there making golf balls. Mm. Share that with me. How about tennis balls? Uh, that's a place called Penn, I believe. Oh. So, you know, just outside Penville is where they make that. I thought they made pens there. No, that's you're getting confused with Biro in France. Oh. Bicville. That's the so it's the house on the hill. <laughs> so they make lighters, Heather. <laughs> oh. I guess I'm confused. Get with the that's plan. That's in Zippo. Oh, in Italy. (laughs) Which we're not allowed to go to. No. Happy days. Mm. Special needs teacher Katie from Sheffield said, My parents lived in Grantham before they had me. My mom said they used to go to the black dog quite a bit. That picture is clearly a man's face, and the resemblance to my dad is uncanny. 
Everybody that I've shown it to has said, wow, that's definitely your dad. Roger passed away in March of 2016 from pneumonia, age 60, after battling lung cancer. The investigation at the Black Dog was carried out by Retford Ghost Hunters. Katie added, I was just scrolling through Facebook and saw some images captured on Ghost Hunters webcam. I stopped immediately and thought, <laughs> when I properly looked at it, I saw that it was my dad's figure. Landlord Chris Knoll said, I've lived here with my family for four years now, and there's all sorts of strange goings on. Creepy. Mm -hmm. I should give you a couple of points for being rather creepy and a little bit haunted. Yeah. I'm going to jump into Strange and Bizarre. Do it. It is Green Men and Hairy Beasties, and we're going to be doing Hairy Beasties right now. Oh, good. We're back in Lincolnshire, you'll be pleased to know. <laughs> Bigfoot's in Lincolnshire? There is a lot of Bigfoot's in and around Lincolnshire, this is true. Lincolnshire locals have been terrorised by a huge dogman. Creature mm. for hundreds of years, a paranormal expert says. Lee Solway, host of the Realm of the Supernatural podcast, told the Daily Star Online there have been reports of giant dog-like creatures in the region dating back to the 1600s. Mr. Solway says there was a particularly eerie encounter in 1995 when a local Grimsby official was notified by a security guard that something that looked like a werewolf running around had been spotted at a caravan park. How many times have <laughs> werewolf-like creatures been spotted running around caravan parks late at night? I thought they were living them. That's what I thought, yes. This is why you don't enter caravan parks no. after midnight and she got silver bullets with you yeah when the man arrived on the scene to investigate he found a van parked on the road with no one inside <laughs> terrified locals hiding nearby called out to him to run saying a huge wolf with glowing eyes had chased off the previous guard the official never saw the creature and the first security guard never returned to work American cryptid fanatics have long documented sightings of the folklorific dogman, <gasps> even capturing the said creature on camera. Apparently they can't pass the lamppost and they always have a wet nose. The legend is described as seven feet tall, blue or amber-eyed canine-like animal with a torso of a man and a fearsome howl. The first reported sighting of the dogman in North Africa and North America came in 1887, and there have been multiple accounts ever since. Paranormal believers had a field day in 2018 when a mysterious creature was shot dead in a forest in Montana, puzzling scientists who couldn't work out what species it was. Like a bear. Photos of the animal's body show it had long, dark grey fur, an elongated snout, and a big head. Bunk. Excellent. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> it was always imminent. I had one sentence left, just one sentence. If you are playing the bell bunk and snort drinking game, I was just 16 words short of finishing the story. Experts said its ears were too large and its legs and torso too short to be a wolf, which are common in North America. Fake wild dog man or open the dog food can. You decide. Go to our uh, Facebook site. More well, questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Morris, what have you got for me? Dealer's choice. What would you like to have next? Something that's not bunk. Okay. Oh. You're doing unbunkage. Unbunked story. Oh. A custom. Unbunked story. Yes. Yeah. I'm Tom yeah. Bogey. I'm Tom uh, Bogey. Yes. Number what? one super guy. <laughs> Quicker than the human eye. Hong Kong Nice. I know. 
Do you remember the inch eye private eye? Yes. No. The inch uh, inch high private, private eye. eye. Yeah, you've had a bottle of wine, so we're struggling, it's, aren't we? The bottle's two inches tall. That it's doesn't the count. The same size as the private eye. If that's yeah. only two inches tall, then I'm blessed. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> a customer in Iowa food business allegedly found a mouse mixed in with his burrito order Wednesday afternoon. And I did see the picture, and it was a mouse. For did he, reals. Did he put it in there? No, he did not. It I'll was one of those mouse burritos. Mouse yeah. burrito. I bet they're not serving those in Disneyland. I heard they're delightful. Well, a photo of the mouse mixed in with a customer's food circulated on Facebook, which generated many comments and reactions from residents. The SDHD has confirmed that a mouse was found at a restaurant <gasps> and was associated with the customer's meal. So, yes, it was real, Michelle. Okay. It is still unknown how the mouse got mixed into the tightly wrapped, like a blanket with a pillow burrito. Upon receiving the complaint, they went directly to the restaurant to conduct a complete inspection. And after the inspection was completed, the restaurant agreed to voluntarily close for a deep clean. Rats are chewy. You don't. Rats are chewy. Did you just <laughs> say that? You've <laughs> got a slow cooker rat. You can't flash fry it. It's if all you just gristle. show it the fan, yeah. Greasy. The facility actually voluntarily decided to get rid of um, some of the food that they thought might be contaminated because it was mixed in with like the sour cream and guacamole and. If you would have seen the picture, you would have died. It looked like a long, lean piece of meat with the little rat tail sticking out. I was in a very posh restaurant in South London, and a mouse ran across the floor, and there were women screaming and running in all directions. It was hilarious. (laughs) Was it good? It made me laugh. I'm sure every restaurant has them, of course, but... Well, since then, the inspectors have found that the restaurant, they've cooperated fully... And they're free to reopen to the public. But I can't imagine that they're going to be able to get past that stigma of the picture on Facebook with the rat laid across their plate. With a bit of lettuce. Like it had just woke up from a nice nap. nap. (laughs) (laughs) I've had the most incredible dream. Hugging a book. It's a little bit Tom and Jerry with the leaf. (laughs) (laughs) The lettuce leaf going over. Sleeping in a sardine tin. Wow. Uh, we got time to squeeze another one in, Morris. I've got one here that I think we could get through. What have I got? Is it is it funny? It is funny, yes. I think it's funny. <laughs> no, I'm reading that stories that are terrible. Funny? I will make it funny. Do it. Britain has a new sporting hero, but Rob Ayrton isn't a footballer or a Formula One driver. He's the winner of an international mullet competition. Yay! Mullet! Mule. Mule move Graphic designer Rob31 has perfected the business of in the front and party in the back. Haircut that has been dominated by German and Australian competitors for years. I'm glad he's got himself a medal and he's beaten the Germans and the Australians to the mark. Proud of you, man. He only had the style cut in for a laugh, he says. But over the years, the style began to grow on him, literally. And over time, it has become part of him. He groomed it and gardened his controversial cuts until it became officially... The greatest mullet on earth. That's not true. In I've seen yours. There, I don't have a mullet. You had one. No, I, I claim I never had a mullet. Oh, I had long. I had long hair. 
and I swept it. I don't care. No. Whatever I, way I you wrap it, it you had a mullet. I didn't have a mullet. You did. Yeah, we'll you take did. a. I'm going to put a poll up on yeah. Facebook. You can do yeah, whatever do you it. want. I did not have a mullet. You, you did. did. There were eight of us from all over the globe. It was good fun and a good laugh, he said. Three years ago, I came over to Australia, got a mullet haircut, chopped it up in irony, really. I've been a fan of the mullet or the rat's tail, Rob says, but I have to say I do look like the mullet now. It's my favourite haircut, so my point of view has changed dramatically. It genuinely feels like it's been a religious ceremony for me, he said. Australia, you've been amazing. Rob said that his hair is currently down to his shoulder blades and growing a good mullet takes time and patience and being able to handle a ton of negative feedback. How oh. did you handle yours? Ma- yeah. I never had one, so it didn't matter, did it? <laughs> you, did. God, you did. Mullet fest. <laughs> mullet fest. <laughs> we have to go to mullet fest. I'm having it's one. It's an annual event that honours the best mullet cuts in various styles and categories. And here's the categories, including everyday. You can, have the, you can be in the everyday mullet yep. category. Everyday grubby. Mm. What's the grubby mullet? Like, <laughs> What's like, the grubby mullet? <laughs> Yo, dirt. That sounds like a bar. Grubby, <laughs> the grubby yeah. mullet. When we finished here, I'm going to hit the grubby yeah. mullet. Grubby, vintage, and extreme. So you've got everyday grubby, vintage, and extreme, which sounds like Nathan's porn searches. Oh. Mullet man. <laughs> <laughs> mullet man. Mullet man. Mullet, mullet man. man. He's got everything a mullet can. <laughs> He's got it short on top. He's got everything a mullet's got. Watch no, out. No, this is terrible. Here comes mullet man. <laughs> I'm going to give myself lots of sexy points. Oh, do it. Wow. We now enter the round that we call Not For Your Mother, which means you've come to find us somewhere on our platform. So thank you for making the effort. We really appreciate that. You can cut and paste the link, of course, and share that with the whole wide world on your social media. And tell everyone you're listening to the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world these are the stories we stumble across well some of us stumble others go looking yeah yeah, yeah. of a adult nature naughty they're laden with filth and uh, innuendos so if you're of a nervous disposition this is not the round for you you have been warned escort your mother out of the room get her to do a little bit of spring gardening if there's kids anywhere in the vicinity send them upstairs with your he-man collection yes and uh, they can play up there with their hearts content a new dating site has been launched for guys with small willies they don't get much traffic do they well you say that but i'll tell you how much traffic they're getting it's only for curiosity seekers dinky one dinky one dinky is that the name of the site that's correct madam oh god aims to normalize men with smaller manhood in a well with an increasing pressure to measure up it's just not my bag, man. It's not mine. It launched exclusively for fellas with less impressive old fellas to match them with partners who preferred those with fewer inches on them. A spokesperson said body image is generally within your control, but penis size is not, unless you get surgery. And we've had a few horror stories about <gasps> surgery. On oh, this my show. God. We have. Yes. The internet is packed with false claims and products to increase your size. Many young men now think you need a 12-inch penis to satisfy your partner. But this is not true. What? What if I just put the first 10 inches in? Right. <sighs> Dinky One began <laughs> with 27,762 people. 
people. Is that the number one or spelled out? Is that the number one? Yes, one, like spelled out. Okay, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just writing it o -N -E. down. O-N-E, <laughs> correct. All right, That's okay. This uh, 27,000 nudging its way ever closer to 28,000. Inching its way. Inching its way slowly but surely yeah. upwards in the direction of 28. 27% uh -huh. of them are women. The site says there are women who prefer a smaller penis for comfort. There are women. So you can carry it in your pocketbook. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Put it in your purse. <laughs> so comfortable. Oh, it's already doesn't feel like I've got it on. It's like a pair of slippers. Great size for a hand warmer. Wow. <gasps> for comfort, and there are women who enjoy the smaller man as they tend to compensate with additional foreplay. A thirty-six. Really? Year old, so they're right. So they're selfish. No. The women. Yes. Well, who knew? I'm glad you said that. You're telling me that women are selfish, are you? Is that what no, you're the ones that want the men with the smaller penises because they want all the focus on themselves. Um, yes. And this would be different I'm how? a giver, so I'll take the bigger one. I'm a grower. <laughs> Not a shower. <laughs> a 36-year-old user said, when you're a smaller man dating, it's very complicated. <laughs> you're saying that in the total yeah, wrong, wrong voice. voice. When you're a smaller man. Okay, all right, let me change things up. <laughs> I thought I'd go salacious Victorian, but... Oh. No. When you're a smaller man. <laughs> Perfect. Dating's very complicated. Imagine when a relationship fails. She's likely to mention my size to her friends and then gossip spreads. You become paranoid. <laughs> Yes, it's yes. It's therefore far better to date online when everyone knows in advance. A 28-year-old a 28 user said... Thank you. I find sex painful with a man bigger than four inches. <laughs> what? Is that a woman? Yeah, it's a trucker named Frank. Yes, oh, it's, it's a woman. She, she likes ladies' things. I like ladies' things, like camping and crocheting and, and shit. Just flowers. You look like a very lovely lady. I'd like to buy you a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Mind me pint. You're going to be pint on your slash. <laughs> I find sex painful with a bigger man than four inches. Where's he putting it? Exactly. However, according to National Health Service figures, <gasps> most men in the UK will be eligible to join the site. Do you need like membership? Do you have to like measure it? You're not getting in. You have to show proof. You're not getting in. You're not You're getting, not getting in. in. <laughs> You're not fitting in. The average size for an erect penis in Britain, apparently, is 5.1 inches. I've heard that before. Adrian. You leave. Well, I don't know what I'm to say. I'm sorry. About like that. Yeah, that is about the size of a pen. That Wait a true. second. Oh, 11 and a half. Five. Not 11 and a half. Five. No, I fold it in half. Yeah. A piece so of paper. So it's about, like. That's a decent size. What's wrong with that? Ew. your finger. That's a paper Ew. cut. Wow. You leave this show with more than you arrive with. I just thought I'd share that. Apparently not. With yeah. you. Wow. Disappointed. Yeah. Joining Dinky One or just having <laughs> a little fun. Dinky One. You want to sign up your mates for a laugh. Let's get Nathan signed up. We can put together a... This happened to me once. This happened to me. On purpose. My students, I was single and I was a teacher. 
Um, unbeknownst to me, my students in my form class got hold of my photograph from my, you know, my teacher thingy teacher ID card and actually set up a dating site for me to find women. And uh, they did it off their own backs and didn't tell me about it. Oh, my This was God. very funny. Anyways, and? Well, I got three dates out of it. I'm not complaining. But my students set me up for that. They said, Mr. Lee, we set you up on a dating site and you've got three dates next week. Great, kids. Let's get on with the work, shall we? Thanks, kids. Thanks, kids. 100% <laughs> It's like Oliver true. Twist. You were like Fagin. Yeah. I'll yeah, show you Oliver. Your I'll, show you, I'll show you Oliver Twist. <laughs> yeah, don't you worry about that game. Yeah. Wow. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? Oh, yes. Sean Knight had the task of preparing her best mate's birthday cake. And knowing she loves Sonic the Hedgehog... What? A- Already that's warped? Mm-hmm. What do you think? I love Sonic the Hedgehog. I How love. old was she? She's like our age. That old? Really? Jesus. Shut what? up! Wow. Don't throw things... Ah! Oh! <laughs> caught me right in the chops. <laughs> How do you manage that? It's like... It kind of curved like a boomerang. That was the cork from a wine bottle. Yeah. The sad part is, I don't know what I've missed. Yeah. Yes, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to just find its way, doesn't it? It's like a homing. That's right. Area. <laughs> Every time, straight on the money. She's not even looking. No, nope. she's even a looking, drunk man. Jedi. <laughs> just think if she was trying. <laughs> <laughs> I want a T-shirt that says "Drunk Jedi Master." <laughs> Obi Wan can't take you home in that condition. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Go to that bar and wow. Tatooine. I have unwrapped all his presents. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Drunk Jedi. I think this is the I love Drunk it. Jedi. I love Drunk it. Drunk Jedi. I like it a lot. Lovely. Yeah. Well, she wanted to make her best friend an extra special birthday cake. But upon completing the novelty cake, Sean realized it wasn't quite what she'd expected. And seemingly the internet has agreed. Pleased and surprised by her efforts, Sean posted photos of her finished cake to Rate My Plate Facebook group, where the post has since racked up over 2,300 likes and over 900 very opinionated and conflicted comments. If not for Sean's caption revealing she'd made a Sonic cake, many would have been left wondering just exactly what the cake was supposed to be. Many amused group members thought it took more of a phallic shape, while some others joked about Sonic's health condition at the time of baking. I've seen this picture. Oh my god. It just looks like a big blue giant willy. Yeah. How does it even look like Sonic the Hedgehog? The only thing they've got in common is they're both blue. Unbelievable. I love those fail cakes. Like a Smurf's Faking. Willy. Yeah, it's my favorite. Faking. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, many others thought it looked more like a slug. Do you think they're doing it on purpose to like play tricks on their friends and to get onto the internet? Do you like, I'm going to... You know, you see a picture of the cake they've ordered and it comes back looking like a woman's it, part. It's shocking to me after seeing this cake that she was so pleased with herself. They are? Yeah. That's always the worst kind of person, though, isn't it? Yeah. I'm really pleased oh, with that. Mm, you think they're beautiful. looking, what a crock of shit. Yeah. Uh, oh. So it looked more like a slug, and uh, 
she was congratulated for perfecting the slug-inspired cake. One person said, is that a penis cake mold? What is that? What is happening there? Another agreed, I thought this was a sad penis cake you made for your partner. Sad penis. Sad. Was it bent? <laughs> Did it collapse? It's kind of just kind of, <laughs> it's just, just kind of, yeah. you know, just laid out like like, like that. Like Did it like, not spring up? No, it looked very sorry for itself. Yeah. It, it wasn't going to see any action soon. Mopey. Wrinkly. Mopey. Yeah. It was very moribund. <laughs> wasn't stiff, huh? Was mm. it moist? I don't know. They did. Oh. I didn't get any sense of what was. <laughs> what are the currents moist. in this? Stop moist. it! Stop saying that. What's it's wrong in my with ear moist. Yes, we've got headphones on. I can Stop. hear what you're saying. It's going right down my ear. Do you know Stop. what? Moist. Really? Globules. Oh, stop! No, no, stop! I hate that. That Heather? turns. That turns my guts. I'll take my headphones. I'm doing it. I'm taking my headphones off. I'm done. <laughs> there. I'm going to continue the rest of the show sans headphones. I can't. You can't do it. Have you finished now? You're done. No, <laughs> no I'm talking about Morris, not Corey. <laughs> oh. Keep going, Bitch Michelle. and Cockleburr. No, my. <laughs> well, many others joked that it looked like a sex toy in cake form and wondered if it was a birthday prank. Some even questioned her loyalty to her friend, claiming that a friend would never provide such a horrendous birthday cake. But jokes and negative comments aside, it's apparent that Sean managed to win over some fans with her baking skills. Bloody awful. Yeah, one person said, I actually love it. Another person wrote, well, if someone made me a cake, I'd love it, even if it looked like this. Because I like cake. <laughs> and it's cake. a thought that counts. I love cake. Well done, you. Beautiful cake. Yeah. But the question... <laughs> 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 and who's drunk? <laughs> not me. I've just not, I've knocked over Martin's gong of infinite knowledge. I apologize. Sorry, gong. Martin. Sorry, Martin. It's all back in place. Adrian's <laughs> drunk. It's okay. <laughs> He's all, and you missed. He's all jubed up again. I am. Quick, hurry up. Okay, I'm trying. I need a coffee. I keep losing my place. All this weird shit keeps happening. Okay. <laughs> I just lost my gong, man. <laughs> but the question still remains. What did her best mate think of the cake? Sean revealed to Fabulous that upon first laying eyes on her Sonic birthday cake, her friend said, what the F is that? What's that? Uh, what the flip I'm is that? I'm supposed to be your friend. Mm-hmm. And burst out laughing, but was soon won over like the rest of us. The baker was convinced that she was amazed at her own icing work, but... Amazed is a strong word. It yeah. looks terrible. It's shocking. Yeah... Some people have um, been inspired to relate it to the slug, as I said before, and some have made, mistaken it for a melted Thomas the Tank Engine. Either way, you don't want that as your birthday cake, do no. you? She slug? Is, do you I, want slug or melted Thomas the Tank I don't tank want engine? that as a penis or either. Or sad penis. Wow. Blue icing on the willy? Well, don't be so silly would be my advice, yeah, but you're welcome yeah. to go and have a look at that for yourself in glorious Technicolor. Mum jokes, she's having the best bath ever do after bubbles the, do i need the bucket do you need the bucket oh good what for my story oh i thought heather oh morris is getting ready is she no i'm good you're good at the moment can i continue is that okay no why 
Yeah, you can. You're good to me. Mum jokes she's having the best bath ever after bubbles form a very rude shave. We're going to go ahead and say it. There is nothing more relaxing than unwinding in a hot bubble bath after a long, tiring day. Mm. But unfortunately for one woman, her bath had the exact opposite effect when the bubbles formed a rather rude shape. Posting on the Facebook group, Mrs. Hinch made me do it. The woman <laughs> what? explained... <laughs> Sorry. I want to go on. The, Mrs. Hinch made me do it. The woman explained how she'd spent the day cleaning after being inspired by the Instagram star. She wrote, not Hinch-related, really, but when you fancy a nice, long, hot bath after a good spring clean, you come back to this best bath ever. Although the woman was hoping her bubble bath would fill the entire tub, she couldn't help but laugh at the accidental phallic shape it had formed. And needless to say, the group's thousands of members were loving it too. Members. One joked, looks like a satisfying bath. Another added, just what you need after a spring clean. Enjoy. Honestly, this had me crying. A third has written, your bath is done. Or just slippery fun. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers. You will see the phallic bubble bath pictures for yourself, Miss Morris. Yes. As Michelle has previously quoted, will she need the bucket? No. I admire your enthusiasm, by the way. Oh, I thought it was important to get the bucket in earlier, right? Yes. No, no. I think I tossed that story You're aside through. in my pile somewhere. Oh, good. What have we got God. tonight? What have you got for us? Ooh. A Brigham Young University pole vaulter took great pains to create a TikTok video. Ooh. Literally. Wow. They're the Mormons. Are they? Yeah. Oh, this is going to be good then. Zach McHorter has leaped into viral fame thanks to a scrotum bashing video oh. he posted Monday on social media. What? As of Friday afternoon, the video had received 3.7 million likes and more than 206,000 shares. The wince-inducing video, which his father filmed, actually last September, during what looks like a practice, shows McHorter successfully completing a leap, only to have the pole hit him right in the testicles. Oh, and As there's no giving those over. poles, is there? That's, you're going to be dangling there. So McCorder, like a corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> McCorder recalled the incident, seemingly remembering his leap into digital destiny like it was yesterday. <sighs> Had a great jump. Mm -hmm. Felt so good. Pole stuck good. Went up good. It was my best jump of the day. That's what he told the Utah College Station. Yeah. But as he sprung over the bar, the pole recoiled <gasps> and just got me in my sweet spot. Oink. In the testes. Right in the sweet meats, I think you're fine. Yeah, the fruit and veg. Wow. The twig and berries. The ball bashing was caught on <laughs> camera, but not what happened after McCorder landed and assessed the damage. Oh, here we go. He'd ripped his sack open and everything I was could out. see right into my scrotum. Oh, I'm meeting a tall, dark stranger. You're going to be lucky with money. Look out for the And it looked like worms. Oh, he's got his epididymis out. His scrotes, his totes, my scrotes. <laughs> Breaks and beans. <laughs> <laughs> you could see right in there. And doesn't it look like your brain 
<laughs> Doesn't it have a look? Some women say that. That is yeah, true. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So if you like unfolded the skin of oh, the scrot. stop it. Let's see. Would it be like two halves of a brain? It is. It's like the mini brain. The hemispheres. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, no. Not, no. Let's it's... flay it and see. <laughs> Let's not, shall we? Get the potato <laughs> peeler. Oh, I, all I can think of is like when I used to watch Fear Factor oh. and when Joe Rogan would make them eat the bull's balls and they'd cut into them and they'd look like brains and they were like this big, like yeah, eggplant. bull. There's a lot of difference between a bull. You could have elephantitis of the nuts. Happens. That, that, that is true. That does happen. <laughs> and you can yes. get bullside balls. You can use a wheelbarrow in a way a wheelbarrow is not oh, meant yeah. to be used. That guy in Mexico. That's 100% correct. No, he had just a big Willis. He didn't have elephantitis of the nuts. Well, we of don't know, Willis? do we? He might have had the whole package. No, I saw. He didn't. <laughs> he had two Pringles cans and a couple of pickled onions. Oh, yeah. Well. He started screaming to his father, who also happens to be his coach, which, you know, that was lucky. My dad was my coach when I used to fence. And was the one filming the video at the time, so that was even more lucky. (gasps) And that's where the story gets really nutty. Oh. Oh, but a bump. Isn't it amazing that only the women are finding this amusing right now? Gong it. (sighs) Yeah, but a bump. (laughs) <laughs> it has been gonged, madam. <laughs> it's time to put on makeup. It's time to light the lights. Neat, 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 The bars are closing soon. Animal! I need my little drum set up here. For God's sake, the last thing you're getting is a drum set up here. Like the very last thing. Can I have a xylophone? No, you can't. A kazoo. Yeah, we may have a kazoo knocking around. It's small. God, my lips were red raw after that show. McCorder's dad just happens to be... A urologist as well, isn't that lucky? Whole <laughs> vault coach stroke urologist. <laughs> There's a lot of them knocking about. Yeah. yeah. He's also a mechanic. No, I don't know that. And his specialist is actually in male genitalia. <laughs> also comforting. What are you doing? What's you your do... specialism? So as soon as his hun, his hung, 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 his hung, hung, hung son decided to skewer his weenus and his balls and his testes, his dad threw him in the truck and took him back to the office and sewed him up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a result. Homie, nice. time for tea. Uh, What's worse, that your dad's holding your knackers? You're nuts. <laughs> don't move. Don't move. Did he don't shave you him? Move. Did he shave him first? Well, you have to shave him. <laughs> to sew him. So did he have... <laughs> Did his dad watch his dad's nurse shave his son's balls? Wow. Or did his dad shave hum- his I'll son's balls? I don't think there's any shaving needed. I don't, not He's that... 18. Yeah. you got to have like a little a forest bit. forest down there, is it? I mean, you know, actually on the, you know... On the greater scale of things? On the, on the greater scale of things, it's the surroundings that are hairy rather than the actual instruments you know actually. what about the angels banjo yeah. well, you're making that there's up that some, doesn't exist there's does a lot it? of strings on that yeah you have to be careful so when you shave do you lift the whole thing up like the you know earthworm gym and then do you <laughs> shave down <laughs> or I do you, you shave what, up like it's this it's going to be worth a dollar for anyone to see the actions you're making right now the taint 
Wow, this got away from me rather quickly. Is there anything left, Morris? Yeah, there's oh, like uh, a sentence. But I need to clarify. How do you shave down there? Do you shave down there? Or do you do the sack what? crack and ring? How does how do men shave their balls? Because they're awfully wrinkly. Yeah. Good God, madam. This isn't the time I mean, the do you stretch them out? That's, like, that's <laughs> got to be a... Do you, do you use nair? That's a special on Patreon right there. That's, that's going to... No, like I pay. mean, do you go like... Well, you, what kind you of razor do you, do you use? A safety razor. Let's put that straight out there. Double hmm. blade? Straight blade? Nair? Gillette, a best a man can get. Do you use the five blades? Because then you get them all in yeah, one stroke. Yeah, the How close are you trying to get this shave? You have Very to get it close. close. Wow. I have nothing to offer. Okay. What is I have it like nothing. when you get ball stubble? What? Itchy. No, you're supposed to rub baby oil in it, and then you don't. The oh, best yeah. is to get someone else to rub baby oil in it. Olive oil. That's the trick, yeah. Extra virgin. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Let me get this sentence out. The bars uh, are closing. Okay. Well, this is what happened. So the oh, story please. got the story got nutty. Dad or Nurse Janet shaved his nuts. You're making this up. I don't he know. He never shaved his Somebody nuts. had to shave. He had to sew them up. I don't think they're that hairy that it's going to get I in the way. He had to sanitize it. You always have to shave it. Keep going. <laughs> God, it was like a plucked chicken. Honestly. McCorder's dad just happens to be the urologist. Blah, blah, blah. How many people can say their dad has shaved their nuts, though? I mean, that's, you know. Something to talk about at Christmas. Yeah, over the dinner table. Well, he took his son back to the office and sewed him back up. Yep. Back to the office. He's an accountant. Especially (laughs) the sack. Right. Yeah. He actually needed 18 stitches, oh, so it was a good that's one. That's a good old tear right that's there. It's a good ripper. Yep. So that actually means the sack was torn and the balls were falling out, right? <laughs> yeah. I think we've established Off that. The strings. coins came they out of clackers. the coin purse. They were just hanging <laughs> yeah. by the by the gristle. I get the impression you two are really enjoying <laughs> yourself. Wait till I bring a story next week about a woman who split her labia in two. I don't some care. Some sort of industrial accident. Don't care. Mm-hmm. No. Yes, I understand what clackers are. Oh, I'm I sorry. That's good. Catch my knuckles on them. <sighs> yeah, never been closer with my father until that day. <laughs> oh God! Can you imagine? <laughs> but it remains to be imagine? seen. There, Dad. So that lot. Hey. It remains to be seen if the hands-on work was a complete success. It could be worse. His mother could have been the urologist. Or the nurse. Fortunately, as far as I know, there is nothing wrong with my testicles, just a scar. Makes what? you want to get and do pole vaulting, though, doesn't it? This is the question I had. You the only last got one. sentence. Yes. One day, we'll find out if they function or not. Right. And he's 18. No, like, well, he's not made anyone pregnant yet, is he? It's all very well throwing the gravy around, but we don't know whether it's loaded or not, do we? Wait, so if you take your balls off, you have no gravy? That's correct, madam. Well, it's the epididymis that creates the gravy. I believe the balls just store it, but I'm not I thought the epididymis was your skin. No, that's an epidermis. (laughs) Let's play What's My Testicles. An epididymis is like a little worm, and it makes sperm. You've got worms in your sperm. That's 100%. Why they swim like that? I can't tell you these things. They shoot them out. I'm sure that'll come out, madam. (laughs) Wow.
pole vault fame, or he <sighs> won't be the same again. Well, all good things come to an end, so let's look at tonight's scores. Wow. In last place with the dead battery, the K2 meter, and the pseudo mullet is myself. <gasps> I've scored man. six. I get a jelly green giant, a glass of water, and a night with Skeletor, so that's good news for me. In second place tonight with a respectable nine is Michelle. She gets a dog man from the local rescue centre with mm. a section of toys, a food bowl, and a nice lead. Things sound better in French, don't they? Yes. The black dog, Le Chenois. Let's go to Le Chenois and get ourselves yes. a drink. First place, running away with a resplendent $33,000 IR camera, is Miss Morris, who managed to score a rather large, I think she's been cheating, 14. She gets Ooh. a night in a pub in Lincolnshire with a mouse burrito <gasps> and a can of dog food. Nice. Do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time, and I'd love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre, and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show, and feel free to contact me anytime via our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. My gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Shaton Drainer, Michelle Corey, and all of the International Paranormal Society in Paranormal.net, and all of the show's sponsors, including the Lakes Area Paranormal Interest Group and MUFON of Minnesota. It just remains for me to say thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>